Texas 512 is part of the Texas Podcast Network, the conversations changing the world. Brought to you by the University of Texas at Austin. The opinions expressed in this podcast represent the views of the host and not the University of Texas at Austin. This is Sam Torres, Texas Longhorn fan, native Austinite, admissions counselor, and your host with the most. And this is Texas 512. Alrighty, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Texas 512. Today's episode, I am really, really excited about today's guest because today we actually have an Olympian on the show. I really want our guest to go ahead and introduce herself. So, Tiana, you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are? Thank you, Sam. <laughs> well, my name is Tiana Daniels. I am a 2019 graduate of the University of Texas. This year, I recently went to the 2020 Tokyo and I've been running track professionally for about two years now. <laughs> that is amazing. So you recently graduated from UT Austin. Yes, uh, fall 2019. That is so cool. And I'm really, really excited to get to talk to you a little bit more about your experience at the Olympics. It's not often that you get to, you know, sit down and have a conversation with an Olympian. I'm, I'm a bit nervous today, but uh, I'm, again, really, really excited. But of course, everybody, as you may know, how our show usually goes, will usually have a little fun segment just to kind of get things started, get things warmed up. So we're going to go ahead and throw it through a really quick break. And whenever we get back, we'll go ahead and go into that segment. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Alrighty, and we are back. So just to get things kicked off, my first question today is let's think back to the past, back whenever we were just kids, you know, kindergartners, elementary school, probably around that time. If you can think back to that time, what was your dream job when you were five? Was it always to be an Olympian? Because I know for me, it was, if I'm remembering correctly, I wanted to work with computers or something like that. That didn't end up happening, but but what was your dream job at that time? Actually, I've always wanted to be a professional track and field athlete <laughs> from well, I can't remember. Yeah, I've always wanted to have this job, you know, doing something that I love, but, you know, obviously like, getting paid for it. But when I was younger, me and my stepmother would always pass by like the Nike stores and we always used to say like, oh, I'm going to be up there one day. And one day I will be still. I mean, it's definitely now a, a real possibility. So no, that is so cool. So then you've been doing track and field like since you were like, like a little kid then? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been running track since I was about eight years old. Dang. Okay. I didn't even know you could get started that early because i i think obviously like as a kid i hadn't heard of it until i got to middle school so but yeah no that's super cool so moving on to the next question i love holidays i love thinking about holidays i know that you know we're right now we're in september i know a lot of my friends are super excited about halloween but personally i'm i'm always excited for christmas and it, it sucks that i have to wait so long for it every year but i wanted to ask you if you could invent a holiday
Okay. What would it be and why? I mean, I feel like there's a holiday for everything now. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, like there's National Tequila Day, National Like Dog Day. <laughs> I know, right? Oh man. Honestly, I wish there was a day where everybody can just like stay in the house. I feel like during during quarantine, <laughs> quarantine really like pacified me when it come when it came to like just being in the house and not doing anything. I just wish it was a real holiday where everybody just don't be outside, just stay inside. I don't know if people would like <laughs> well after this year i know some people i know right i know some people like wouldn't appreciate that but like me i love being in my home <laughs> well maybe maybe in a few years once this whole thing has like kind of like subsided i was telling my friend the other day i was just like you know as long as covid like turns into like a thing where it's like the common or just the flu where it's like flu season right like then i'd be all good once it gets to that point i'm sure people would be like you know what yeah national stay at home day yeah <laughs> And if it was like actually recognized, because, you know, obviously like there's a bunch of holidays, but not all of them are like, oh, okay, you get to take off from work because of this. Like if this was actually something, you know, I'd be all for it. I just need to remember to do like groceries. <laughs> right, right. The prep. Right. Yeah. And especially if everybody has to stay at home, then I wouldn't be able to do like delivery service either. Right. So <laughs> yeah. Speaking of food, <laughs> whenever we're coming up with these questions, my, my producer, Jessica, usually helps me out with this. And she brought up a really 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 interesting question like if we shouldn't eat at night why is there a light in the fridge right now i'm sure that you know you as an olympian you probably have pretty strict you know regiment when it comes to like your nutrition but i would imagine you might indulge in like a midnight snack every once in a while so what's what's your go-to midnight snack oh my go-to well, okay so off season which i'm in right now my go-to midnight snack would probably be like a kit kat <laughs> <laughs> yes i love kit kats <laughs> a kit kat yeah a big one too one of like the shareables but i don't share i was about to say just a single kit kat <laughs> and in season okay so that's off season off season i would definitely have kit kat maybe maybe three <laughs> but off uh during season maybe like some dark chocolate almonds i'm never i've never been really a big fan of like dark chocolate and then you said all almonds and now i'm like thinking of almond joy and i'm just like oh mm. almond joy oh no 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 almond joy has like coconut in it and right stuff. i don't like right that. okay no that's fair that's fair it it's weird. Like, I don't like almond joy. Like, I like almonds by themselves. I like coconut by themselves. Do not like that combination. Together. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and I'm sure all the almond joy, like, loyalists are going to, like, go crazy after they hear this. But that's, I'm just not a big fan of that. And I just lost a sponsorship if I was ever going to get one from them. But whatever. That's fine. Probably never. <laughs> Same here. Right? <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, okay, so then Kit Kat during off season and then a dark chocolate almonds mm -hmm. during season. Mm -hmm. During season. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, see, I, I was wondering if if that was like, okay, if you had some sort of like strict like how does that work by the way? Like I kind of want to know a little bit more about that. Well, I wouldn't say it's a diet. It's more of like when I'm in season, definitely like a lifestyle that I have to have. Just make sure I take I have a a healthy amount of water intake throughout the day because obviously you know it's hot outside in texas and practicing out there can you know i can get dehydrated definitely more eating frequently eating more throughout the day i probably have like six to seven meals a day because i practice a lot and yeah just kind of like just watching what i intake like not intaking too much in one meal yeah it's pretty much 
how lifestyle goes throughout the season. Yeah, I mean, I figured because uh, I, I mean, I could never, <laughs> I probably would never be able to do something like that. So big kudos to you for like having that discipline because I imagine that's, you know, a little bit of what, what it takes is just having that discipline. So my last like fun question for you. So we're, we're around the same age, I would I would imagine. So I, I think you and I probably went through like the same phases when it came to like fashion. But I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not fashion savvy. Like this is why I don't I don't shop often for clothes because I'm not good at being like oh that would make a good outfit it was only recently that i went and i like actually picked something out and then i tried it on and i was like oh this actually looks good then again it probably looks super ugly and people like i don't have anybody else's input but the, the point that i'm trying to make here is that all of us have probably gone through some sort of like fashion trend again i don't know because i'm not like you know fashion savvy or anything like that so what was like the worst fashion trend that you think you ever took part in definitely the 2010s and middle school that transaction from middle school to high school was definitely a time oh, Lord. <laughs> the colorful stone pills <laughs> i would say it was definitely a time <laughs> that was a time yeah that was yeah i would say that's probably the worst trend that could have come <laughs> by it's so funny to look back at how like us as middle schoolers would dress and then you like compare it to like how they dress now it's like so night and day <laughs> it really is and definitely social media has a big influence on that back then i mean social media was a thing but it was just starting out and we were kind of just doing whatever but like now it's so polished and like i feel like everybody feels like they need to be polished a hundred percent i know right oh my goodness it, it is also like crazy to think about how like much of a an influence social media has had like on our i guess just everybody you know it, nobody ever had that instinct of like oh man i have to post my food really quick you know like before i like eat it and now that's like that's like a common thing like people have to like document every single thing that they do it's a blessing and a curse because it does like such great things for people like even people connected and stuff like that but it's also like it, it's also like a bad thing because now you have so many more eyes on you back then whenever i was in middle school and my mom refused to get me a phone nobody would have seen my horrible outfits but now i feel like if i was in middle school now there would be so much pressure for me to like i have to upload a picture and i have to do this and i already don't like really post to instagram that much anyways but but yeah that went to a different conversation but no but i totally agree like i back then i would say i use social media like a lot more for just kind of like leisure but like now i have to use it for business and i can't post everything or say everything that might be on my mind yeah no for sure now i i mean that's interesting too can you tell me a little bit more about that before we like move on because now that you brought that up that sounds like so you have to use your your social media for business how does that like work i don't have to use my social media for business but i just have to think business first before I post really anything. I mean, not saying I do like bad things, but <laughs> just saying like I have to keep a certain amount of like privacy for myself. Now that obviously like my social media grew by like I, I have like 17k followers right now on my Instagram, and I was struggling to get to 10k maybe like a month ago. I just and I know I just have a lot more eyes on me now, so it's like all right, well, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just gotta be more selective. Gosh, I can imagine uh, that that would bring me a little bit of stress and anxiety, but. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. Well, thanks so much for being open-minded to some of these silly questions, but that brings us to the end of this segment. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we get back, let's talk a little bit more about your career. So don't go away, y'all. We will be right back.
Texas 512 is part of the Texas Podcast Network, the conversations changing the world. Brought to you by the University of Texas at Austin. The opinions expressed in this podcast represent the views of the hosts and not the University of Texas at Austin. All right, and we are back. First things first, I kind of wanted to go back to the very beginning, which actually you kind of already started to answer this. You already told me a little bit more about the fact that you started running whenever you were a little girl. Obviously, you realized early on that the Olympics was like a big goal for you or, or just like being a professional athlete, right? But, but what made you passionate about track and field like what was it that just really pushed you or what made you like really enjoy it oh well i love competing <laughs> so one thing i love 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 competing i love being around surrounded around people that want to be the best version of themselves and in the track and field community you definitely find a lot of people like that and also just when i was i want to say a junior in high school i saw that everything that i told myself or everything that everybody else told me that i can do like make the olympic team and become a professional athlete was definitely a possibility because my junior year of high school is when I actually kind of like took track serious and knew I wanted to go to school for track well not go to school for track but like get a get a track and field scholarship at at a school and just a lot of things became real for me my junior year so no yeah 100 percent. now i want to know a little bit more about like your experience well first things first obviously you, it, this is a good segue because you were talking about like wanting to get the scholarship to do track and field so how did ut austin play a role in your journey i honestly knew nothing about texas before i came here literally nothing about the university of texas before well i would say i wouldn't say i did nothing but my junior year i came here for the event texas relays that they have every year i competed in it as a high schooler from florida like nobody knew who i was and i ended up winning the, uh, the hundred my first year doing it and then also my second year doing it which is my junior year and then my senior year so i was like okay i'm i'm gonna you know see what texas is talking about like i'll i'll you know just kind of like entertain them wanting to recruit so texas was actually because in high school we get five visits and texas was actually my last visit and i was kind of like over the whole recruiting process we have a weekend to do a lot and there's a lot of information that was kind of drained so you know i just came out here i was like you know what i'll just i'll see what they have to say like i already was going to commit to florida state so i was like you know what i'll just just have fun with it and i came out here and i was like wow this is beautiful like you have the city but you also have a university and the academics is great and the athletics is great the support is great austin's great so <laughs> i was like let me just come here <laughs> so yeah but a lot of history and a lot of like like texas is tradition and i didn't I had no idea the tradition was so deep here before i got here no and I'm, I'm glad you fell in love with our campus i think and, and a lot of people i think have that a similar experience especially when they're coming from out of state like they're doing all those visits to college and then they step foot on ut and they're just like wow like okay and then i also obviously attributed it to of course my home city austin and how great it is but and so what did what did you major in how's your I guess your academic experience here. I majored in youth and community studies, which is basically just education. And academics was great. You know, I tried to connect with my professors as much as possible. And you know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty shy when it comes to talking to people that I don't know. So I so I try I try to you know get myself out there, especially like towards the end of my years, to get myself out there and talk to some of my classmates and get to know them. So definitely, I completely relate to that too. Like, believe it or not, I'm like a huge introvert, despite the fact that I'm doing like this podcast and that my job requires me to do public speaking and yeah no I, I completely understand that and that was 
definitely a big thing for me in college too was like trying to get to know people but it was it was hard sometimes so but a lot of prospective students listen to this and that's why I kind of like ask and and but that's really great that, that you bring that up too because I always tell you know students like hey you know don't be afraid to like talk to people and if you're an introvert like me like trust me you won't regret like getting to know others so transitioning more into like the actual Olympic Games that just took place this this past year what was it like the the Olympic Games in Tokyo like can you tell me a little bit more about that experience our experience was kind of different from previous years because of COVID obviously Japan is basically like on lockdown so we couldn't go anywhere but the Olympic Village the USA training facility and the track stadium so yeah it was it was kind of it was it was kind of slow in the beginning because we didn't really have much to do but once the competition started then it was like all right this is this is what I've been dreaming about a hundred percent yeah now I I would imagine that the experience looked a lot different because because this year you know but hopefully I mean obviously in the future hopefully you'll get to experience more normal Olympic um later on and how I mean how was Japan like I've never been in Japan so definitely on my bucket list it's beautiful I want to go back so bad the one thing I actually really wanted to do there was go on the mario karts the throughout the uh throughout downtown tokyo oh my goodness i would do that so bad but we couldn't <laughs> so, <laughs> so you weren't really able to like go and explore the city very much nope the most we could do is do uber eats <laughs> not just uber eats oh man you know imagine being in like a city as beautiful as tokyo and then they're like nope can't do anything just right it's a tease like all right <laughs> i'll be back <laughs> Oh, definitely. Tokyo is definitely like a destination for me, but long, long from now, I'm sure. But I'd definitely love to go. So, you know, now let's talk a little bit more about like the actual, you know, the competition. How was that feeling whenever you looked up at the board and you realized your, you and your teammates had just won the silver on the four by a hundred? Yeah. Oh, man, that was whew, that was great. Because <laughs> I, I, I always knew that we could do it. I always knew that we could get a medal, obviously, but get yeah, a silver medal. And also we ran the fourth fast this time and throughout uh, in USA history for the Olympics or I think maybe all time I want to say that's that and that's like from years and years and years of running we ran the fourth fastest and we were all we we're also young too so just to like do those little accomplishments and and mark off stuff off you know your my bucket list I was so ecstatic when I saw that we got a medal that's amazing yeah I, that is really and congratulations on that really that is a, a massive accomplishment and I know maybe some people are like, why not gold? Shut up. Silver is still amazing. It's amazing <laughs> because y'all have like pushed your bodies to the limit and absolutely did amazing things. So really, really big congratulations on that. You're doing a great service for the US, of course, representing us overseas. Did you do the little thing where like you bite the metal or or is like... <laughs> No, I, I didn't do that. I didn't want to jinx it because I want to do that when I get a gold. So. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Saving that, saving that special moment for the gold. Awesome. Well, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before you, you do that. But I was, I was also wondering, I was like, well, maybe they're not biting the metals because of COVID, <laughs> but they're like, let me disinfect it really quick. And then. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, actually like they make sure they wipe the stuff down. Like when we were doing our metal ceremony, they had us grab because usually they put the medals on us but they had us grab our own and yeah and put it on ourselves but in reference to you know people may say like oh why not the gold honestly like you said like we push our bodies to the limits and for me personally i am an advocate for as long as i try my best i honestly like i'm, I'm okay <laughs> so whatever i have that day and i exert you know 
bring put that out to the world then you know i just want y'all to accept whatever it is <laughs> so 100 no and i mean even if you hadn't it's still such a, like even if you hadn't like gotten on the podium it's still such a huge accomplishment to have gone to the olympics because you still i don't think people realize i mean like you still have to go through through the training you still have to go through the trials right you have to qualify to actually be on team usa like it's it's such a huge accomplishment so regardless i mean what y'all are doing is is incredible i would never be able to do it in a hundred years uh because of my asthma my really bad knees and my flat feet but <laughs> but really really it's it's incredible what y'all are doing so i mean kind of good segue to what's next let's talk about what's next like i think you mentioned that you're in you're in off season right now right yeah mm -hmm. that's my last week cool so oh so it's your last week okay so then that means you're about to start training again right yep and so are you gonna start are you basically just gonna start training for 2024 already so track and field like it's a year round sport in between the years of the olympics we have like world championships and yeah so next year we have indoor world championships and outdoor world championships in indoor world championships i want to say is in china and then outdoor world championships is in eugene oregon and i'm prepping for that basically right now um because indoor begins i want to say in december so i had to get back to it get back to training oh yeah no i would that's crazy year round and and that's I, I, that's another thing too i feel like people don't see from like the outside is that most professional athletes are like they get a short break and then they're just right back at it with the training and then you don't even think about all those other like competitions that you're having to do so all right so cool and then i mean what 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 does the training look like like in general it's hard i bet <laughs> well, in the fall for the, like the first i want to see like say like four to maybe eight weeks we are doing uh long longer runs just kind of getting our bodies back in shape and then after that we put on spikes and do short stuff and get ready for the the sprints so yeah but and then it's it's long runs heavy lifting yeah i'm already sore i did a workout yesterday and i'm, I'm sore <laughs> Oh man, can't, would never, could never. So, and then what are some like future goals for you? I know obviously you mentioned gold medal, but like, is there something else that you really, really hope to accomplish in the future? I want to start doing yoga retreats. <laughs> Sorry, all over the world. Like just, you know, go to certain destinations and like uh, go to hotels and just spend the weekend there doing like yoga and mindfulness and like, just kind of like, kind of like a group therapy type thing. And then I also want to do one-on-one -on -one classes just to, yeah yeah and then eventually like group classes so that's amazing thank you so much for sharing all of that it's really been a huge pleasure getting to to know you and to also learn a little bit more about like your time at the olympics again huge congratulations to you and the team for for getting silver and just being in the olympics in general uh, amazing amazing work that you're doing and again probably something i'd never be able to do ever but that brings us pretty much to the end of the podcast but of course in the usual sense i always allow my guests to go ahead and plug anything that they want so what is on your heart today tiana what is on my heart i hope you guys support ut athletics every every single sport there is out on the ut campus and that's 
<laughs> yes, 100%. Reminder, I'm sure some of y'all already listened to the previous episode with UT Athletics, but of course, football season is going on right now. So even if you're not huge into football, I still recommend that you go to a football game because it is so much fun. Texas does it different. And just in general, obviously, all of the sports at UT Austin, all amazing athletes, incredible, incredible students who are out here doing the most, not just, you know, having to balance their sports schedules, but also having to balance the rigorous academics of UT Austin. But again, Tiana, thank you so much for being on today. You have been a real pleasure to talk to and get to know. I mean, best of luck to you moving forward. Hope you you get to, you know, uh, fulfill your dreams of getting that those yoga classes going and, and hopefully we'll be seeing you bite down on that gold medal uh, soon enough. But again, really, really appreciate you for your time and, and for answering my questions. Well, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hope to t- you that you tune in for the next one. So uh, this has been Sam Torres, Texas 512. Stay cool, stay hydrated, and hook them horns. Oh,